Welcome to Modern Motherhood, where you're required to be everything to everyone all the time. We wouldn't have it any other way, but let's be honest, it's hard work. So let's talk about it, all of it, in the raw with no filter. Come and be a fly on the wall as you listen in on a chat between friends, as each week welcomes a new guest and a new topic to delve deeper around the ins and outs of not only motherhood, but life in general. The ups, the downs, the struggles, the highlights, the reality. Because the reality is, you're not alone. We're all in this together. You're listening to Mummy Republic. Welcome to the whirlwind. Hello, lovely. I'm your host, Danny, and welcome back to another episode of the Mummy Republic podcast. I'm so excited to get into today's episode, but before we do, I want to give a quick shout out to username Ash88X, who left a wonderful five-star review and comment for me on iTunes. It's entitled, It's Not a Regular Mummy Podcast, It's a Cool Mummy Podcast. Well, I'm pretty sure you had me there because I love Mean Girls. But she goes on to say, if you want a podcast that makes you feel like you're part of the conversation, then this is a must listen. I felt like I was sitting at the table with Danny, listening to a real and raw conversation between friends. As someone who's never been into anything too mummy related, this was a stark contrast to past experiences. Open-minded, non-biased, real-life stories that had me hanging on every word. Thank you so much for leaving such beautiful feedback. That's exactly the kind of vibe that I want to create here. So I really appreciate you taking that time. If you would like to do the same, you can jump on over to iTunes, leave a five-star review and a comment so that you can let other listeners know what they're in for. And while you're there, make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode. Today's guest mama-to-be is an absolute powerhouse, but she comes with her fair share of controversy. You may love her, you may hate her, you may think you know something about her, but that's what today's about. Why don't we uncover the real behind the reality? Today's guest is a function coordinator, an ex-reality TV star, a personal trainer, a model, an artist, an Instagram star, and a soon-to-be mama, not necessarily in that order. Welcome today to the gorgeous Tavina Rankin. How are you? Thank you very much. I am good. And when you put it like that, it actually makes me feel very tired. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm actually quite tired from lifting that. That is a mouthful. (laughs) Now... You are sitting here in your activewear with your beautiful bump. How far along are you? So we are actually exactly halfway now. (gasps) So we had our 20-week scan yesterday and, yeah, we have our gender reveal on Sunday. So it's all happening. Which is so exciting because by the time this airs, that would have happened and we would know what you're having. Oh, yeah. But what do you think you're having? Look, I've always wanted a boy because I've I've always had boy dogs. So I'm like, I'm used to being like the female in the family and I'm like, you know, an only child. So um, I'm used to being the princess. But as soon as I found out I was pregnant, I was like, oh, I think this is a little girl. Aww. And um, I'm kind of a little bit excited if it is to be a girl because I think Jax would be like the best dad like I think he would really be a doting dad to a little baby girl but after seeing the scan yesterday it actually looks a lot like Jack's <laughs> so I'm like oh maybe it's a boy so yeah I'm kind of either way as long as it's happy and healthy that's all that 
I care about. Absolutely. So when did you find out that you were pregnant? How far were you? Um, we actually found out, the timing was just fantastic. We found out the week of our joint birthday, which just so happened to be a week before our big trip to the Philippines. <laughs> um, so we found out um, early March. And if anyone who knows me, Danny, you were there, obviously, mm-hmm. um, you know, at my birthday, there is no way that you would be seeing Davina, like not dancing on tables. So mm. it was it was quite hard to keep it a secret from our friends and family because we were, I think, four weeks or five weeks. So it was really early. And you don't want to be obviously telling too many people. Um, but everyone was like, Davina, why don't you have two bottles of champagne in each hand? Like, what is going on? <laughs> and the funny thing is, though, no one noticed during the day because you were rushing around busy. So you actually held out on that secret really well. And all you guys are just absolute alcoholics and are too busy drinking yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And you notice that, you know, like I notice, I'm like, wow, my friends are actual maniacs. Like when you're the only sober person at like functions and get togethers, you're like, how am I friends with these people? Like, how do I put up with them? But (laughs) no, it was Eventually, I ended up having to tell you guys anyway at the end of the day. So our secret lasted about six hours. (laughs) Hey, that's better than nothing. Exactly. We We tried. (laughs) And how has the pregnancy been? Well, the first trimester was really difficult. I was super, super nauseous, had crazy morning sickness, lost a heap of weight. And if I knew it was that easy to lose like that much weight, I would have gotten pregnant a lot easier. I mean, a lot earlier. Um, But yeah, I lost a lot of weight. I had no appetite and I was a little bit worried because I I know how much I eat usually. And I was like, am I going to die? Because I'm just not eating nearly as much as what I was. Um, but then finally it kind of got to, I think it was about the 13, 14 week mark and that all kind of went away. I got my energy back and now I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm having the best time now. I'm like, pregnancy is amazing. I'm feeling like I'm glowing. This is great. But if you would have asked me a few weeks ago, I would have been like, this is hell. So when did the morning sickness start? Morning sickness actually started before I even found out I was pregnant. So um, I was actually so sick for the first four weeks and I was getting all these tests done. Um, not a pregnancy test. That was the last thing that I did, which probably should have been the first. But I even like was going to my doctor getting all of my bloods done. I even went and got a scan because I thought maybe there was something up with my bowels. Like, no shit, I got a lot of stuff done. And you didn't do a pregnancy test at this no, point? No, because I actually um, had that time of the month. So I didn't oh. even think... Yeah, it was just weird. It was a weird in-between time. And I was like, look, if I don't get that time of the month in the next cycle, then I'll do a pregnancy test. But for now, I think I'm just, you know, which is weird because usually I'm the first person to say like, I'm pregnant, my boobs hurt, I'm pregnant, I'm craving chocolate, I'm pregnant. So the the, like the one time that I actually am pregnant, I'm like, ah, no, I've (laughs) I've just got like cysts on my ovaries or I've just got something going on with my bowel or I'm low in iron zinc and all of the above. So yeah. Did you and Jax find out together? Yeah, no. I actually was on my way to a massage and I was just not feeling it. I was actually going to cancel a massage and that's how you know when you're sick. Like if you can't even <laughs> go to a massage. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and I had one pregnancy test left and I was like, I'm just going to do it. And as soon as I did it, it just popped up straight away. And I was like, holy dooly. And then called my mum and she brought over another two boxes of pregnancy tests And then I was like, yep, I'm definitely pregnant. And then I told him as soon as he got home from work. And how did he respond? He was like, well, (laughs) 
It's actually really funny. I was bawling. As soon as I saw him, I couldn't help myself. I was just bawling my eyes out. And he's like, what? What's happened? What's happened? Have you burnt the house down? What's going on? And then I'm like, showed him the thing, like showed him my little pea stick. And he's like, are we having a baby? And I was like, yeah, I think so. Oh, you're going to get me (laughs) all emotional. I know. I'm like, oh. It was just, it was beautiful. It was a really nice moment. And then that afternoon we went and got the actual blood test to make sure. And yeah, but it's a scary time because you kind of get like really excited and you're like, oh my God, like we're pregnant. And then you can kind of, you know, there's all these different things that maybe you're not pregnant or maybe... You know, it's a really scary time those first few weeks, so. It definitely is. And it is that mixture of excitement and then the whole pressure of do I tell people, do we not, are exactly. we sure? Yeah, do I get too excited or am I freaked out? Like, am I ready? Am I going to be a good... Like, sometimes I forget to eat dinner myself. So I'm like, I really hope I can look after a child. I mean... Of course you can. Yeah. Were you planning on a baby? Look, we weren't not... We weren't trying, but we weren't not trying. So, you know, Jax is 32 and I've kind of done my dash with everything I needed to get done in life, really. (laughs) So we were both like, you know, we love each other so much. And if it happens, it happens. Um, And for a good year, I was like, there's something wrong with you because it's not happening considering the amount of times where, you know. Yeah. So so you put the blame on him. Yeah, I was like, there's something wrong with you. But um, I actually went and got my fertility tested in that time where I was getting all my tests. And they were like, yep, you're fine. You ovulated it out of the left, blah, blah, blah. So like all this info. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm sweet. I got eggs. Everything's fine. I'm like, maybe. And that was actually going to be the next step is like Jack's getting checked out because we actually were a bit worried. And then boom, there was a baby in there. There it is. Now, speaking of Jax, Mm -hmm. you guys are going to have the most ridiculously attractive baby because (laughs) there's so much genetic blessing in there. How did you guys meet? I've actually known Jax for, God, years, like years and years and years. So he's always been that guy that you keep tabs on on social media and um, we'd always... Like a little stalker creeper. Yeah, that was me. That was totally me. Um, but Jack's actually worked in the mines, so he was fly in, fly out for like 10 years. So, you know, when you would see him out and about, it would be like few and far between, but we'd always make sure we'd have a patch on the dance floor. Romantic. Yeah, very romantic in between tequila shots. Um, so yeah, he's always just been that someone who was like very intimidating to me, which is hard to do because I'm like the most confident, loud person ever. Um, and yeah, and then as soon as he finished working fly in, fly out, he actually asked me out on a date and I was like, Oh, can I have a champagne on this date? Like it was brunch. So I Naturally. did. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. And then it kind of like, as soon as we started dating, we kind of just didn't stop. Mm. Yeah. It's funny though, when you know, you know. Exactly. And I always say that to him. I'm like, honey, like, look at us. I'm like, fate has brought us here. And he's like, "Mm, well, persistence actually, like you didn't leave me alone for a really long time. (laughs) Persistence brought us here, not fate. But anyway. Oh, well, you got what you wanted in the end. I'm a girl who knows what she wants. Exactly. Exactly. And now you've got this beautiful baby. So knowing what you want, do you have a birth plan or a plan for the pregnancy? Absolutely not. Ideally, I would like to just go El Natural. Um, I'm low risk, which is great. Um, But I'm like kind of freaked out at how relaxed I am. I don't think it's really sunk in just yet. We start our birthing classes soon. 
Um, and yeah, I'm just kind of hoping to kind of just get it done naturally if I can. But I mean, I'm, if, if I need some drugs or if I need whatever, I'll just kind of play it by ear. I'm not kind of too structured and yeah, what I should and shouldn't be doing. Yeah. I think that's a good mentality to have going into it though, because you know, you can't control it. What's going to happen is going to happen. And I think if you over-research, like Google can be your worst enemy. Google's the worst. Exactly. Oh, that's so exciting. I'm so excited for you guys. Thank you. Now, let's address the elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. Um, Two years ago, life was a little bit different for you. In fact, it was probably about now, I think, that you would have just, or maths probably would have stopped airing. So married at first sight, um, it was quite a volatile season for you. Tell me a bit more about that. What was the experience like for you? Oh, it was crazy going into it. So I actually got approached to do maths because I've done TV before. Um, and in my mind, I was like, yeah, like, why not? I'm super single. Um, and everyone kind of just sees me as I am on my Instagram anyway. So like me being vulnerable and like all that kind of stuff, it's just every day for me. I'm always talking about what's going on and whatnot. I'm a pretty open book. So I was like, oh, this will be easy. Why not? Um, But yeah, it's TV is like such a strange world, like a very strange world. And after doing TV like that, you just can't even watch TV the same because you're like, oh my God, I know how this is all being done. And yeah. So at the time it was very hard because I am a control freak. Um, So if I'm in a situation that I don't like, like you know, I, I don't know, like, I just can't be locked in a closet. Like I can't be locked in a room and, you know, asked to do stuff. It's really hard for me. So I'm kind of my own person. And if I don't like something, I'm like, well, I don't like this. I'd prefer this better, or I'd rather do this, or I'm my own person. And you expect people to understand, but then, um, obviously when, you know, when ratings and stuff are involved, it's hard for the, the public to see what's truly happening because obviously they're not there and two there's a role that you're kind of playing as well yep so how much of it was a role and how much of it was just you I I kind of say it as because like say you're in that situation for five weeks and that's like five long weeks like all day every day Mm. you've got this crew around you you're talking about your feelings every two seconds like how did that make you feel you know how do you feel about this and sometimes like you'd be like yeah today was fine like no big deal but then it's kind of like they need something from you that's not a show that's not entertaining like you know how did that really make you feel and you kind of just end up going like oh yeah I guess that pissed me off just to shut them up like so you kind of I kind of feel like it's a job you're kind of there to do a job and then, you know, you go to sleep, wake back up in the morning, straight back into work and that's just how it is because it's not real life. You're not really dating anyone. You're not married to anyone and you're actually not even really friends with the people there, that you're just coexisting for this purpose for that actually job. doesn't benefit. Yeah, that doesn't benefit you in the slightest, but hey, it's entertaining. So, Absolutely. So did you realise at the time – how much it could have been manipulated because you were very much villainized. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely not. Um, and also because all of the producers, so every couple gets their own producer, they're all your age. Like they're all the same age as you. And they're like, Oh babe, don't worry about it. How do you feel, babe? Oh yeah. He's annoying. Like you really think that 
these people are your friends and you confide in them and tell them how you're feeling and what your day-to-day is like and after that they kind of are like okay so this is how she's feeling so tomorrow this is how we're going to play this out they know exactly what they're they're really freaking smart so it's a full-on production and Ryan and I actually figured that out at, by the end of it because I'd be like even Joe said that you're blah 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 and he'd be like no well Joe told me that she thinks that you're and then we were like oh we're being played and so we actually there was one day we actually searched the whole apartment that we were living in for like cameras and microphones <laughs> we got really paranoid yeah so yeah it's it's really funny it's like yeah, and even if you have like a blow up on TV with someone like Tracy and I or whoever, you kind of finish filming, go and have a lunch break all together and you're like, oh, Tracy, can you pass the salt? Like it's as if nothing has happened and it's as if you just go back into your little role once cameras are back on again. It's really bizarre. That is bizarre. Because Very it bizarre. Is, I mean, everybody knows that reality TV is not necessarily reality, but yeah. You know, during that that altercation with Tracy, for example. Yeah. Were there real feelings there? Like, I, I mean, they're feelings, but you don't actually care. Like, I, I didn't, it's not like you really care about Dean and you think you're going to be together or it's really hard to explain. It's only a thing because... I don't know. It's so much more of a thing because you're on camera and there's like 50 people standing around you waiting for you to like say your piece. And, you know, you've got your your um, producer being like, well, you should tell her how you feel. You deserve to have your say. You're better than this, Davina, blah, blah, blah. But secretly that's them being like, well, act up because this is going to be fucking amazing for TV, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's even like, you know, Tracy and I would text each other and like be fine and then on tv it would be and that's what annoyed me so much because I'd just be like you can see who plays it up a lot more than others yep so yeah but then in reality like if you any normal person would kind of go there and be like I'm not married to you bro I don't (laughs) like you I don't want to be with you if I had to be with someone I guess it'd be this person but even then it's like the best out of a bad bunch but like any you know any kind of person who's been their own boss their whole life would just be like, I don't like that this situation is controlling me. Yes. And that's how I was feeling. I was like, this is shit. I was trying to control my way in that show, but it obviously just wasn't working. It didn't work. Yeah. It didn't work out for me. When but a now situation where you have no control, no yeah. control at all. Yeah. Do you still speak to anybody from the show? Yeah, well, I still speak to like most people. So like even like Dean – like Dean comments on Jax's stuff. Like we, it's, Aww. yeah, like we're, there's no hard feelings because at the end of the day, we're just all human. Like we're all normal people. We were just put in a really abnormal situation. Only people we don't talk to is Ryan, actually. Like no one really talks to Ryan anymore. Right. Is that because of the way he acted after the yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And you can see like the people, I tried my hardest not to ride the maths train after like you wouldn't see me post much about like me doing math stuff because I really didn't want to be associated um you know with maths that much after obviously because of what happened to me and secondly I didn't want to come off that way I didn't want to be the person that's like hey remember me like so yeah yeah, there's people who really rode that train for as long as they could um and then there's the people that kind of went off and just did their own thing and kind of went a separate direction yeah 
Do you think that there were people on there who genuinely thought that they would find love? Yeah, definitely. And like I did too. I would have loved to have had that happily ever after. Mm. But I did now anyway, so it totally doesn't matter. But, you know, when you're – it's kind of one of those things you're kind of carefree and you're like, oh, all oh, these scientists are going to match me with my perfect partner. And you're like – you actually – we didn't have one real conversation with those scientists or whatever they're called. So – even when you do, they've got an earpiece in and they're just talking to you from what the producers are telling them to say. So even that's not real. All that BS at the beginning isn't even real. So, yeah. We found that out all the hard way. Of course. Well, and why would you know? Because the only thing you've got to go by is TV. Exactly. And that's obviously manipulated as well. Yeah. What did Jax think about the whole maths thing? So Jax was actually, we were kind of, he came back after maths was finished, but before it aired. Um, But then while it was airing, he was actually living in Bali for six weeks. So for that six weeks, that was the six weeks I was on the show. So he didn't even watch it, but he knew all the stuff that was going down. Um, But I mean, like my friends and family and stuff, like as soon as they saw like the opening scenes where it was like, bum, 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 like Davina, they were like, oh shit. So she's like the, you know, the mean girl or whatever. But like my friends and family know me, so no one really cares. And if anyone knows me well enough, like they'll know that if I get put in that kind of situation, I'd be like, fuck this, like this is, but I don't have any like, I'm not, it's not a malicious thing. I never set out to hurt anyone or anything like that. It's just how it got played out. It looks that way. Of course. But there was nothing like that. Yeah. And it was definitely um, from knowing you personally, watching the show was quite hard to watch because um, some of the things that you say, you know, you would normally say in a conversation, but put in that environment sounds horrendous. Oh, definitely. And because like, say we're filming this, like pre-recording this, um, like you could pick and choose anything from what I say here to put to as background noise to any conversation you're watching and it could be really bad plus I'm super sarcastic like I'm really sarcastic so if people aren't there to like understand my humor you're like oh my god she's being a bitch or oh my god she's hitting on my fake husband or you know that kind of (laughs) stuff and I can watch it back and I'm like oh my god they did that so well yeah because like yes you do say those words but no I might have said that three days earlier talking about something else and they've put that as an over like an overtone for a conversation that I was having with so-and-so. Yep. So now, even when I watch The Bachelor, I'm so, um, I can hear how they're like, I had a great day with Richie. And then we were like, so you can see how they've cut and pasted all these words and sentences and put them together to make it sound like this big thing. Yeah. So it's really has ruined the way we watch TV, but God, I still watch it. <laughs> I love did you, it. Did you watch maths this year? I did. I watched a little bit of maths and I was like, thank God for these new villains because like I'm an angel compared to these people. So I do feel for them. Um, Innes, for example, you know, I walked down the aisle like four times when I met Ryan for the first time in commas. Um, So yeah, I, there was like something she said about his, his eyebrow ring or something. Yes. Which was a huge bone of contention for them down the track. Totally. But when you put into consideration, she probably walked down the aisle four times. They've met, they've had to pause, they've had to look at each other, they've had to like not say anything and they've had to get all these different angles. So for this time that she walked down the aisle, it's probably the fourth time and they've probably already built up, you know, some kind of funny 
sarcastic relationship at the end of the aisle. So I'm like, you know, it's not even like we've seen each other for the first time and that's what you're seeing, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of BS to it. So even now when there's like a villain or a bad guy, I have to think now I'm like, oh, maybe they're not that bad. Like maybe they are just misunderstood. Or (laughs) So I have a lot more empathy and compassion for these people on TV now. Yeah, well, I definitely thought that now watching reality TV after you and and just going, well, you don't really know what's happening behind the scenes. Exactly. You got a lot of backlash. Yeah. A lot. How did you handle that? I mean, I think being in the spot, like in doing the whole social media thing for as long as I have, that helped. But I don't think you can really prepare yourself for like that kind of backlash on such a high level, like putting yourself on such a pedestal. Um, for the whole of Australia, not just people on your Instagram, it's like everyone yeah. to have their opinion is really hard. Um, however, and it was like definitely one of the hardest times of my life. But in saying that, like now it's literally like there's nothing anyone could do to break me. Like I'm literally the strongest person I can be. Um, mm. And it's funny. Oops. And it's funny um, because when you're the villain, you're kind, you kind of start at the bottom and you, there's nowhere to go but up. And people start to realise over time, like, oh, actually, she's not that bad. Actually, I really love following her. And the amount of messages I get now that are like, I'm so glad I started following you because I love everything that you're about. I love the person you are. You're so kind. You're so beautiful. So it's really nice to have that. Yep. But when um, you're the favourite people will do anything to watch you fall from grace. So whether you're a villain or you're a favourite, if you're on TV or in the media, you will eventually get that same kind of thing. You will still get people that absolutely hate you, even though you're the best person that you can be on television. So it's just that platform. Mm. And when you put yourself out, you know, that's what you sign up for. But sadly, this day and age you know, you can't get away from it. And it scares me for my baby. I'm like, I don't want you to have social media because anyone could just comment and say, you're ugly, Yeah. you know, and that word from God, who knows where you're from or who you are still is a word and still has weight and can still make you feel bad. So yeah, it's a sad world that we live in, but you know, it really is. And words are so powerful. And even the strongest people can be affected by harsh words, whether you're having a good day or a bad day. Yeah, definitely. All of that builds up and particularly on that scale. Yeah. Have you and Jax talked about whether you'll have the baby on social media? No, we definitely won't. I don't want you guys. (laughs) You guys don't want to see that. Yeah, you guys definitely don't want to see that. Oh, I didn't mean the birth. (laughs) Yeah. I meant after the baby was born. I'm like, really? Like, actually, but no. Some people do that. Some, maybe I should do a poll. I mean, maybe. Um, let's let's jump on and do it now. Yeah. I mean, after the baby's born. Yeah. Look, I'll have the baby on social media for sure. Like, I love I love my community on Instagram. Like, I really do have a beautiful community of people on there, and um, like, I love sharing my life and I love being that open. Um, yeah, I don't know. And it's like, it's, it's, for me, it feels like a safe place now. Like it is so rare to get a bad comment these days. Like I really don't get any bad comments. That's so good. Oh uh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's really nice because I think there's not much more for people to go. Like I just am who I am and you can see that without the editing 
well, a few filters. <laughs> but other than that. <laughs> oh, we all do that. We other do. than that, like, you know, you see me every day without makeup on. You see what I do every day. And I'm really open and honest with my people. And that's why social media can be horrible, but also it can be a really beautiful net, you know, platform for people to be able to network and meet one another. And even just my pregnancy journey, like I've met so many beautiful mums that have shared their tips and tricks and I've been able to connect with. And I wouldn't be able to do that without social media. So... Yeah. yeah, I think that's a great way of looking at it because you can never control the people who are going to be nasty. They will find a way regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and hiding away a portion of your life is probably giving them more ammo to be nasty. So you yeah. can just keep doing you. Exactly. Do you have any regrets from maths in going through that experience? You know what? Like knowing what I know now, I could say, oh, I wish I faked it a bit more. Like I wish... I was like, oh, I love you. And then maybe we accidentally had like a bad breakup just after or, you know, I'm sure a lot of people can fake their way through that show and try and be someone that they're not. Um, I honestly wouldn't do anything differently because it's brought me to where I am now. And where I am now is literally the happiest I've ever been in my life. Oh my God, I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> it's, it's my you hormones. You can see that you are. <laughs> yeah. Damn the hormones. But you can Damn see that hormones. you are. You yeah. can see that you're in such a great place. Yeah. So this is like, I've never been happier and I don't have any, I'm just so happy. So if you have to go through those really hard times, those testing times, and everyone will have a time like that. It might not necessarily be on the scale of what I went through, but everyone will have some kind of, um, you know, horrible time in their life where it'll make them wake up and just go, you know what, like you, it's fight or flight. You've got to just kind of grow up, get, get yourself together and kind of push through. And when you do do that, the universe repays you, (laughs) the universe repays you, um, tenfold. So, Yeah, I'm really glad everything I went through um, has brought me to here and it's just kind of, I love my friends, my family, everything's just amazing because they're the people that, you know, really help pick me back up and put me back on my feet. So it kind of just, yeah, has really made me look at my life and just be so thankful for everything that I've got. (laughs) It's so true though. I think um, you have the opportunity to pick yourself up or you could have very easily gone into hiding. Mm -hmm. And I think you just stayed true to yourself and now you're in this fabulous place about to become a mum soon. Yeah. What do you think about motherhood? Does it scare you? Oh yeah, definitely. But again, I'm also, again, we're just so calm about everything. Like I have to say to Jax, you do realize there is going to be a third person here. (laughs) There's going to be a third little thing in this house. And um, he's like, yeah, yeah. Like, I know this is going to be fine. I'm like, are we still going to love each other as much? Like, will we have enough time for each other? And then I look at my dog and I'm like, are you going to be left out? Like, I hope I love my baby as much as I love you. Uh, Oh, you How do you think Bassie or Dorito Dorito Paws, as you name him on Instagram, um, (laughs) will respond to having a baby? Oh, I don't know. Like he's just, he's my baby. Yeah. So, um, it's so funny. It's just, it's so brand new to us because all all I've had to worry about my whole life is just like keeping me alive and like me just doing my thing and like getting in and out of the car without having to worry about like a big bag and like nappies and a baby and all this stuff. So it's going to be a whole new world, but I think we're ready for it. Yeah. Do you think you'll be a good mum? I hope so. I'm kind of starting to feel more and more maternal as the weeks go on. I think it's a bit hard in the first stage because 
at the beginning, I just felt like I had barley belly. Yep. And then you kind of see a little thing evolve and you're like, oh, okay. So there's a human in there, but I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. So you can't, you know, it's slowly starting to feel more real. So as of Sunday, once we know what to call it, then we can name it. And then it can kind of feel a little bit more real. Have you started to feel the baby move? Yes. So oh. only like a week ago, I was like, oh, look like a little kick um and now it's just having like rapes three times a day in my belly just going crazy so definitely your child yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and even yesterday they were like the heart rate's quite high but that's normal for how active it is and I'm like that with so our child like it's just going crazy terrifying yeah yeah how do you think Jax will adjust to fatherhood he is amazing. So he actually has two young nephews now and um, we babysat the other day actually. And he was like, okay, this one's woken up, going to change his nappy, get him some food, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, how do you know to do that? Like, did how is there a note somewhere that your Bless sister's him. left you? But he's like, knew how to do a nappy and everything. I was like, this is so nice because I have no idea. At least you know what you're doing. So great. It's amazing how quickly you pick it up though, but that's just adorable. I'll just he's pretend, on top of it. I'll pretend I don't know. It's like the dishes. If you just keep stacking the <laughs> dishwasher incorrectly, no one will ask you to do it. So if I just am like, I don't know how to do nappies, honey, then maybe he won't wake me up in the middle of the night. That's a great idea. Yeah. I actually love that tactic. Actually, we erase this so no one knows. <laughs> no one knows my plan. It's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So what's next for you? Obviously the baby, but you've got brunch, you've got your personal training business. Yep. What does the next couple of months look like before the baby's born? Yeah, well, it's really good. Like most of my work, um, like I can do remotely. Um, and my PT studio is like just down the road. It's actually on my dad's property, which is fab because Bobby can be a babysitter. Oh, which he'll just yeah. love. And I think it'll be nice for me to kind of get – get a few hours out a day to, to spend with clients anyway. Um, so I don't know if I'll have too much downtime. I will definitely try and have some time off, but I know I'll enjoy like having an hour or two out just to work or just to train a few girls. Um, brunch, it's great now because even the last brunch, I had so many pregnant women come. So it was really cool. I was like, oh, this is great. There's all these mummies coming. So it's really nice. It's kind of opened me up to a whole new community. So maybe even incorporating some special mummies days and stuff like that, which will be fun. Um, and then brunch boot camp. So it's like not so much your boozy event. You can kind of be active, do like a Saturday or Sunday morning. Um, yeah, I didn't walk so well after the last one that you did of that. Oh, yeah, it was a that's, little bit painful. But, that's um, right. <laughs> it was good. It was great. Yeah. So that's good. You've got a lot going on, a lot on your plate. Yeah. Um, now, what I did want to touch on just quickly before I wrap up, and you've sort of already answered this, but motherhood is so consuming in mm -hmm. terms of, you know, this little person bursts into your life. You've got a million things to do. You've always got a million things to pack. It's really easy to lose yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important. Um, I'm a huge advocate of trying to make time for yourself. Yeah. So do you think you making time for yourself will be with your PT business? Or do you think there'll be something else that you do to really replicate that self-care when you become a mum. Yeah, look, we're really lucky. Not a lot of people aren't in this kind of position, but Jack's Jack's mum and his like his mum and his dad are like Poppy and the best people ever. They're like super nana and super poppy. Um and my parents are like super amazing as well. So we're really lucky that we've got two great 
types of babysitters. <laughs> so, if, you know, I really do want to make sure that Jackson and I don't stop you know, doing us. Like we, we have a really great relationship where we are those people who are like touchy and lovey. And we're like that couple that are very much in love and we thrive like that. Like we, if we're not, you know, overly affectionate with one another, you can tell, like you can tell that there's a weird energy and like we're both Aries. So us giving each other attention is super, super important for our relationship. So I think like we'll always try and make sure that we're doing date nights and um, <clears throat> getting out, getting out of the house, getting out of the house. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> hold <that>. out. <laughs> Sorry, um, getting out of the house and just you know spending some quality time with one another. Like that's definitely one of our love languages is quality time. So even if it's just going to South Bank or going for a walk or doing something like that, that kind of makes us thrive. Um, as a family and you know we want to make sure that we're the best parents we can be for our little one so we need to make sure our relationship is like on point as well so keeping that up but personally I don't know I guess I'll just try and keep to my somewhat routine like make sure I'm training um, make sure that I'm seeing my girlfriends luckily a lot of my girlfriends like yourself um, are super mums as well so you know I can kind of Help, I can get help from them and yeah. Yeah. So park, park play dates will become your life just yes. quietly. Yeah. 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 Can yeah. you bring, can you drink wine in the park? <laughs> um, sure that you can. Paper yeah. bag. Yeah. Seems, seems yeah, reasonable. Exactly. Yeah. Paper bag, <laughs> mum, get up. Yeah. Nothing, nothing but class. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. After this, are you planning on more babies? Um, I think we're going to try contraception (laughs) just for a little bit. Um, mainly because, yeah, I just, I think I'm an only child. So I'm an only child with my mom and my dad. I've got two half brothers on either side. Oh, one half brother on either side of my mom and my dad's side. Um, but for me, like I loved being an only child. I got so spoiled. Um, you know, I really want to give my child enough time just like us and them and make sure that they're getting enough attention for us but Jax has like a beautiful sister and he's like siblings are the best like you don't want to leave it too long and have too much of an age gap so I don't know I think we'll just wait for long enough for the baby to be able to maybe babysit the younger baby <laughs> yeah yeah well that works out well, well. just yeah yeah exactly I think a good six-year difference is good it's funny everybody will ask you that you know the second that the baby comes out they'll be saying when's the next one yeah when's the next one yeah 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 so I think we that's might a give it some time I think yeah yeah that's a good response <laughs> well thank you so much for joining me I really Yay. appreciate you being so honest and open about the baby and about maths because I'm sure that you get asked it all the time but it's nice to kind of just put it out there and clear the air around give people a reality around the whole reality tv piece I think yeah, is quite yeah. important the word reality is very loose when it comes to reality tv so just yes. remember that and keep an eye out too like it's always fun playing that game when you're watching the bachelor or something like that keep an eye out for all like the little snippets and all the things that they chop and change because as soon as you pick up on it, you'll never be able to watch it the same. <laughs> I really want to watch some reality yeah. TV now. Just, yeah. just suss it out. Let's just do that after this. Why okay. not? That sounds ideal. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for joining me. The Thank lovely you. Davina Rankin. I will put her details in the show notes so you can follow along, although I'm sure you are already. Um, and we cannot wait to see what happens next with your gender reveal. Thank you very much. Thank you. 
I just can't even express to you how much of a joy Davina is. She is one of the most genuine, humble, down-to-earth, lovely people. And it's almost quite scary how much we as a society just love to villainize people. You know, we're very manipulated by television and obviously there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, but it's quite scary how um, different people can be in reality versus reality TV. So a few things that I took away from today's discussion with Davina is to really make sure you don't judge a book by its cover. Now, I am an absolute sucker for reality TV, particularly at the moment, The Bachelor's just started airing, but it is important to be mindful that what you see is not always what you actually get. So be cautious of making those judgments, uh, particularly if those judgments translate through to making comments on social media or actually directing hate at the person involved because you don't actually know them and it's not really fair. Regardless of whether you think they deserve it, I would probably maybe think twice about it. The other thing is to be mindful that where you are at this point in time is not always where you're going to be. Life is such a crazy journey. It has lots of ups and downs, but if you just maintain that sense of self, put your head down, work harder, be stronger, the universe will pay you back in tenfold, as Dav said. Now, in more exciting news, if you follow Davina on social media, you will know that her and Jax are expecting a beautiful baby girl at the end of the year. Her gender revealed came up pink, so they are excited to welcome Miss Manuel in a few short months. If you're not already connected with Davina, you can find her over on Instagram at DaviXX so that you can follow along more of her journey to come. Now, before we wrap up, I want to give a quick shout out to username at vintage underscore Lil, who recently took a snap and tagged myself and used the hashtag the me before mummy, taking a quick dip in the Greek islands after a work trip. Now that, my friend, is one way to reconnect with yourself and have some quality you time. If you want to do the same, don't forget to use the hashtag the me before mummy and tag myself at mummy republic and show me what it is that you do to reconnect with yourself, the person that you were before kids. But in the meantime, remember to take a breath, take some time for yourself and know that you're doing a damn good job. Thank you again so much for joining me. I cannot wait to share more stories with you. So if you haven't done so already, make sure that you click on that subscribe button so that you don't miss a thing. Thanks again. Lots of love and I'll see you next week.